When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on The Horn. Hour two of the Sports Complex on a Friday. We're one hour away from the weekend here on the Sports Complex. Uh, My man Jacob Standard across the way. You guys on the text line, 512-447-3776. This hour, we'll talk some NCAA football, basketball, volleyball, some baseball. We'll get into it all. Uh, Also, your text messages, and we're asking today, which Longhorn, which current Longhorn will go first in the draft? Doesn't have to be this year's draft. Could be any years. Could be in a few years from now. Could be a freshman that's not going to be in this draft, but going up, or a sophomore, or a junior, or a senior, a redshirt senior. Anybody. Or a redshirt senior with the COVID year. Graduate degree, all that stuff. <laughs> Put them all in there. Which long run will go first in the draft? Uh, which pick will be the highest? We'll say the highest pick. Uh, and we know there's some people that, that you know going quarterback at one. That's a, it's a it's a safe bet. But take, keep taking that in. Five one two four four seven three seven seven six. Do you want to talk some college football with you? There's not a ton uh, happening in Texas. I did not see any more uh, transfers out of Texas or to Texas. So we don't have too much to talk about in the Texas front. We do know. We're all still waiting to get really into Texas versus Washington. Uh, when we start to get more into that, and I'll have to go back and try and watch some more Washington film and and break it down. Which I, luckily, a lot of us did this last year and broke down Washington last year, so we got a head start. Right. But but we'll be going into that and breaking it down probably you know as we get a little bit closer to the holiday season and you know we start to have those shorter weeks and we'll get into it and you know so maybe next week we'll start to get into it a little bit more. Uh, because then we'll go into Christmas and, you know, just keeping it rolling. Keeping it rolling here on the Sports Complex. And if anytime you guys have a question about it or want to talk about it, send in a text. And we'll talk about whatever you text on the line because we, uh, you guys drive the show. We just try to keep it on the rails. I did see something, and this is the, this is the second or third time I've seen him mention this and saying this is his new bout. Dabo Sweeney, the head coach of Clemson, uh, we know that he is a not a huge supporter of NIL. We know that he is definitely not a supporter of the transfer portal. He is an old school, old minded that way, you know, in, in the same way uh, Gundy is for Oklahoma State, where it's uh, no, this is I do the way I do it, and they don't want to be, and I, we shouldn't be allowing these guys to make whatever decisions and that. And he's realized that take is not going over well. No, and I, one of the main things not going over well is with boosters, and so the people that are the people who will pay to get him fired. When he doesn't have a great season, if he continues to not do that, now he's won, won national championships. You cannot fire a man after one national championships after one or two bad seasons. Now they may, you certainly can, but you shouldn't. You should give him a little bit of time to turn it around. But if he's saying, "Well, I'm not going to pay nil. I'm not getting transfers," then they don't want to see that. So he has shifted what his talking points are on this. Oh boy! And he has shifted his talking points now to it's tampering. Everyone's tampering, and that's a problem. It's tampering, tampering, tampering. Yeah, obviously. He's also said the thing, which it always kind of annoys me when people do this, 
But he says, well, if they let us fix it, we could fix it, but they won't let us fix it. And he does not say how he would fix it. Yeah, he's just complaining. Because I don't think he has a real solution. I think his solution would most likely be, we'll close the transfer portal, don't pay NIL. And they go, well, that's not fixing it. That's stopping it. Yeah. They're two different things. Uh, but he says, if they, we, if they let us fix it, we could fix it. But, you know, we know that there's tampering. And you go, of course you know there's tampering. There's always been tampering. There's been tampering before the transfer portal was a thing. There's tampering in any sport where free agency exists. Yeah, and there's and there's tampering in... And this is free agency. That's exactly what it is. And, and you know, I, I know he said, you know, you can say that we we talked about the uh, the cornerback that is transferring out of Clemson, and that Texas uh, head of high school recruiting is his former coach, right? And so you go, well, you can clearly look and say there's ties where he was talking to a it's a known uh, long term relationship, so he can have those conversations. Probably and he, a mentor. He was his head coach. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it's it fits into those weird rules. And look, this happens. This has been happening. It happens against every team. And it happens for every team. And it's like the signal stealing. When we talked about signal stealing, and it goes, certain teams do it more, and certain teams are more egregious with it, and they rely on it more, and other teams don't have to rely on it. And I think what Dabo is missing the point is he thinks that the teams that he's probably going to say are the most tampering are probably not. That a Texas and a Georgia and a Michigan and a a uh, Washington, a Washington, maybe still a little bit, but not too much. But a lot of these programs, you're like, they're already good. We don't have to over fake the sales. We we don't have to oversell this. Well, my question would be, how would you even begin to regulate it? A lot of these kids are good enough to be recruited by multiple programs, which means those coaches know their coaches, they know their family members, they have so, phone numbers for all of them. If you believe in clickbait, then you believe that there's people that could get you know fifteen million dollars, <laughs> which is not true. It's just not true. We've talked to people that deal with this kind of stuff, and, and and maybe we're wrong. Maybe Texas is the cheapest program in college football, and Texas is underpaying everybody. And everybody's there for the spirit of the game. I don't believe that for a second. Not but even a little bit. But that when you hear the numbers and what you kind of figure out, if they're making decent money. They're, I'm not saying they're not, but when you hear these numbers thrown around for every player and everybody who's in the portal, it's just not true. And, and so I think Dabo is under the assumption that they're, you know, People are calling them up and saying, well, you know, if you go in the portal, we'll get you $5 million. And I think it's more of the agents getting in their ear and saying that. And I think that Dabo is also in the world where he has players that are coming to him and saying, I need a pay raise because I'll get one elsewhere. And now this is all negotiation. Yeah. And Dabo is believing the kid because he likes the kid. He recruited the kid. He really likes this kid. He doesn't want to believe that this kid is lying straight to Dabo Sweeney's face and doesn't have the money. And there's no $5 million deal lined up somewhere else. But when he says, I, there's a $5 million deal on the table for me at another school, he goes, they're tampering. He goes, no, they're trying to do business. They want more money to stay with you, and you are upset. And now, yes, have, have people reached out to their high school coaches? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Have people reached out and gotten into contact with them and, and told them members. that there's other opportunities for them and why are you there? Of course. And you know what? That also happened 30 years ago. Absolutely. When you weren't getting playing time and you went home on Thanksgiving and you were the best high school player in your town, but now you're sitting behind a player and you're sitting behind Ricky Williams, well, you should get out of that University of Texas because that Ricky Williams, you're better than him. Right. And you should go here and you should do that. Now, they didn't say, we'll give you money if you do. 
But not that's not necessarily happening as much as people think. I think there is quarterbacks that definitely a booster will get out and say, go get this quarterback. But then the problem is a booster will go to a quarterback and say, we'll give you, uh, you know, I can get you if you play here and you do all these things, you could make upwards of $300,000. And they say, I, he offered me 300000 He goes, no, he didn't. He offered you, you know, if you do all these things. And then he goes to coach and goes, I offered that kid uh, that he could make upwards of 300000 He goes, oh, I don't want that kid. Now what? And that's the problem yeah. with NIL. So there's parts where now you're not even recruiting them. And so that kid goes in the transfer portal thinking that he's got an offer from one school. doesn't. Now he can get somewhere somewhere else. But that money is all kind of made up. So the Dabo Sweeney tampering thing is an issue that it feels like he's so far behind the times on it. He's right. There is tampering. It's just that it, because it exists. There's no way to regulate it. There is absolutely zero ways to regulate it. No, and if the NCAA is still able to exist until you get rid of the NCAA and you have a real organization to take care of problems, the NCAA does not care as long as they get their piece, their cut of the money. They will do nothing to stop anything. They're a terrible organization. And not and for football, let me say, because they've yeah. done some things and other stuff, but for football, for basketball, for major money things, they're stealing money from children. Borderline That's criminals. what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Borderline. And, and their their own founder has said that it should not be legal what they did. Yeah. So, so if we have that, and we know that Dabo Sweeney is still trying to live in the old world, which it's just done. And and I get some listeners probably are saying yelling at the radio that you know it should go back to the good old days. The good old days are gone. They just are. You sound like D, uh, Dabo. And I, I I'm sorry. I apologize. But there, there. You got to remember, I, I'm 40 years old. I come from a generation that will probably never be able to own a house because I work in radio. Just because that's no longer, I don't make enough money that I'll ever be able to buy a house, and at least not in Austin, Texas. That's for sure. Whew. And so, if you say 40, and those guys are 20 years younger than I am, there's a different mindset of the new generations that are coming up. That money is very centric to it because they understand that their parents have dealt with money issues their whole lives yep. because of the generations that are going. And, and so, it's a different world. That you know, you have to understand where these kids are coming from for a certain point. That they're playing on these big national TVs. They're moving Monday Night Football because because they want to show college football games, but they're not paying them. So this is the this is what's going to happen. NIL is going to be a thing. Kids are going to enter the transfer portal when they think there's more money because they want to go get more money. It's now you should be regulating it. But Dabo Sweeney just complaining again about the tampering. Is only him, and I know because Texas is going to get mentioned a lot in this. Yep. And all you have to put is that this is an old man who doesn't want, he does not want transfer portal. He does not want NIL. He wants to be able to break down his opponent, his, his players, and build them back up. That's the old school way of coaching. Is you do military training, you break them down, you you take away all their free will, and they do what you want them to do. It's old school. It's happened a lot back in the day. Not all coaches did that, but a lot of coaches did, and a lot of really good coaches did it. And I'm not saying because the military doesn't. You have some great soldiers. Like, it's not necessarily it works. Efficient. It works. Yeah. But you have to change with the times. So, and, and so when we see what's happening with with Dabo Sweeney now, just keep in mind. I just want to keep all Texas fans aware that your name is going to be thrown under the bus several, several times now because people already don't like Texas fans, and they're going to come say that if you get anybody from Clemson or anybody that Texas gets in this transfer portal that they. They tampered, and they should not be. And they should get punishment. Just understand that these guys are grasping at straws 
of a world that they no longer are able to live in. You're definitely going to get brought up because the exact example he used was, I might have to suit up and play cornerback myself. Yes. And that's the kid where it's, he's right in the mix of it. How about this, Dabo? How about you stop being stubborn? You evolve with the times, yeah. and you stop pointing the finger at everything but yourself for your recent shortcomings. You got to grow. You got to grow. Uh, and speaking of NIL, another story that came down that I don't believe the numbers in one bit. Oh, you don't? Marvin Harrison Jr. is now, the reports are undecided about going pro. And I think there's a couple things about this. Yeah, right. I, I think there's a couple things. I think he's being a really good friend to Ryan Day in the <laughs> Ohio State. And I think he, and he may be getting paid to be it. He may not. But I think he's being a good, loyal subject to Ohio State. We need some recruits, man. Say you're coming back. And say, don't until we get another quarterback. Yep. Say you're leaving. Yeah. Don't until we get a couple people, not even recruits, but we need someone in the transfer portal. And if, if you're walking away, we're not as, as appealing of a place for a transfer. Right. But once they sign on that line and they're they're committed to, to coming to Ohio State, go go to the draft. Have yeah. fun. I'm going to throw the ball to Marvin Harrison. But Jr. they came out and said twenty to twenty five million dollars a year. No chance for one more year for to just so they can beat Michigan for a non quarterback. No shot to beat Michigan. His his whole thing is I'd I like know. to beat the team up north one time. Because they can't say Michigan, like at least we say Oklahoma, right? We say they we say the word sucks right after, but we at least say Oklahoma. They say the team up north, the team up north. They can't say the name, and they say the Ohio State, and the it's oh they're they're just. I don't believe this for a second. The I don't dude, believe it the for dude a second. Gets talked about as the best football player in college. Period. He is, he is. regardless of position. He's amazing. Your draft stock doesn't get higher than that. He was the reason that I was that was somewhat you know like when the Texans. Trade away their pick, and he went. Oh man! Really? Can you imagine yeah. C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr. together? Right. Oh man! I mean, it wasn't going to happen with how good they were this year. But I. But yeah, that is a rough one. No, That's it doesn't one. get. Any, he's the he's the only non QB invited to New York for the Heisman ceremony. Your draft stock does not get any higher. He's going to go because it takes one injury for that slide to start. Yeah, it does. Uh, and let's go talk about the Heisman Trophy. The will be awarded tomorrow night. Uh, there's four finalists that are going to the uh, to New York for the ceremony: Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, and Marvin Harrison Jr., who was actually behind Jalen Milrow in the last odds I saw. Interesting, that clearly is not. He can't be behind him anymore, right? Because he's going to New York, and Jalen Milrow is not. Uh, but the, this is the thing: the, your front runner right now is Jaden Daniels. He is a coming from a three loss team. Is not very often that a three loss player wins a Heisman. It has happened 11 times total. You know who the last one was? I do. Okay. Uh, it's happened three times in the last 30 years. Oh, I didn't know that. Three times in the last 30 years. Okay. We know last year's was Lamar. Last time was 2016. Yep. Lamar Jackson. Right. They dropped too late in the season, but he's had such a dominant year. They blamed it on the defense. They blamed it on other issues. Right. Lamar Jackson wins Eisman in 2016. Deserving, by the way. Deserving. Before that, man out of Baylor. Robert Griffin III oh, I wins it in that. 2011. Three-loss team Baylor. Yep. They say, well, he's playing at a Baylor team that's not great, but he's great. He made them. They, they should have been a seven-loss team. Yeah. And he made them a three-loss team. And the one before that, 1998, Uh-oh. Ricky Williams. Really? Ricky Williams wins the Heisman after bringing Texas to a much better record than anyone expected them to be. Breaks all sorts of records. Ricky Williams wins on a three-loss Texas team. Sticky, icky, Ricky. So Ricky is part of the Texas part of this that is a three-loss Heisman winner. Jaden Daniels is your favorite with three loss. I feel like this is something that I don't want to hear what Florida State thinks about because they beat him. Oh, you think they'd have an opinion? I feel like they may have another opinion. 
that they're being disrespected, that so, that Florida State game didn't count. If you were to give Mike Norvell a mic on this, how quickly does it transition from Heisman talk to we got screwed out of the playoffs? Before the mic reaches his face. <laughs> We're aware of that, but it's an interesting thing. He is a betting favorite right now by a pretty long margin. Michael Penix Jr. is next, and Bo Nix is after that. Uh, a lot of people feel that you can't give it to Bo Nix if you don't if you to pass over Michael Penix Jr. Considering the fact Michael Penix Jr. beat, beat him, him twice, yeah, twice, twice. Uh, so I think that there's that thought, which is making Jaden Daniels be in front because they still want to give it to Bo Nix, but he didn't beat Michael Penix Jr. But I think they want to give it to Bo Nix. We will see how they vote if it's a two-loss Bonix, a three-loss Jaden Daniels, a one-loss Marvin Harrison Jr., or a zero-loss Michael Penix Jr. You got you got all the numbers there. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Depending on what book you're looking at, I got Jaden Daniels at minus 1,400, yeah. and the next closest is Michael Penix at plus 900. That's, That's what I'm saying. It's a sizable gap. It's a sizable gap. You, you know, People voting on this, they can go reach out and talk to people. Yeah. Uh, so it, it looks like it's going to be Jaden Daniels tomorrow night. I'd love to see an upset of Michael Penix Jr. win it. That would be awesome. Uh, anything you can give Washington before this game. A little bit of bait. Yep. Anything you can give them. Give them coach bit. of the year. Give them the Heisman. Give them give both them, Coach of the Year awards. Yeah, well, that yeah. one won't be till January tenth. Oh yeah, we so Sark can get we'll that one. Make yeah. him a finalist. Yeah, yeah make, make he's, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but give him, give them every single. Don't give them the Outland award. That that one goes to to Vondre Sweat. But yeah, uh, but give them all those awards that Texas is not up for. Give them all those awards and let Texas come in and be like, oh, you think you're better than us? You think you're better than us? I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. All right. Uh, who was that that you were channeling right there? For you think who who's giving that speech? I don't, I don't know who's giving that speech. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, we we'll get to more of your texts, and we'll talk a little tech, uh, college basketball as well, and a little Texas volleyball. When we come back here on the Sports Complex in the Horn One Hundred One Nine and Twelve Sixty, the Horn App and HornFM.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sports Complex of the Horn. Back on the Sports Complex here in the Horn. It's a 5-1-2 Friday. Playing local music. You can go check out around town live and in person this weekend. This is the Peterson Brothers. Very talented Peterson Brothers. They are playing uh, Saturday night at the Continental Club. It's a little bit earlier show, I believe. I believe they're playing like 7.30. So if you want to get out, you don't want to go out late, want to go down to the famous Continental Club and check out some really good 
blues and, and soul and check out the Peterson Brothers. It's they're smooth. really, really good. Yeah, they're like really, this. really good. Yeah. Uh, they play bass and guitar and they're both really talented players. Uh, but yeah, check out the Pearson. They've been around town playing since they were like 13, 14, something like that, probably. It's just those two making all that noise? No, no, no. They have oh, other guys in the band, okay. but those two have been playing with different projects yeah. and stuff uh, since they've been you know, young kids around town and very well respected. Played some shows. Gary Clark Jr.'s had them open up some shows and stuff, so nice. they've been playing around. So yeah. But yeah, good show. And I think it's an earlier show for, for that on Saturday. So if it's something a little bit earlier, you don't want to get out. I know I'm getting older. I have a friend that I keep wanting to go see. And every time, every, I'm like, what time do you play? And he's like, midnight. I'm like, that is not. Because then I have to I have to then stay up and ready for it until then. It's not so much that I can't stay up that late. It's that I'm like, by the time we get to 11, I don't want to leave the house anymore. When's the last time you arrived at a destination at midnight? I, I have, but I've been drinking before. And sober? Oh, you're talking about first destination of the night. First destination midnight. of the night, midnight. Yeah. No, no, no. That's That's craziness at this age. I don't do that anymore. That's, that's a tough done, sell for me. I've done it before because before I'd be like, oh, I work till 11 o'clock and then, you right. know, so I've done stuff where, you know, you just go out and, you, you know. But first destination of the night, midnight, that's a tough sell. No, we get off here at six. I got to do some more work. And then you're like, okay, it's seven. Then I eat dinner. And then you're like, well, it's eight. Now I'm full. I have three hours to not do something that's going to make me not want to go out. So go do something beforehand. I can't. Then I'm drinking all night and you don't want to do that either. Yeah, well. To each his own. To each his own. Yeah, and then own. and then I got to come back in, and it's a Friday. So yeah, but I I keep seeing that. So I'm just saying, early show. <laughs> if you want to go see them, they play a little bit earlier, so you can get out and see the show, and then get home before all the craziness happens. Uh, you can you know enjoy enjoy a nice Saturday night and get to bed and wake up Sunday and watch football all day. It's plenty. You know, it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean Saturday. Who knows what's going to happen? I'll be at the, the basketball game on Saturday. Hey, going down. I've not been to the Moody Center. For a basketball game as a spectator and not working yet. You go on Saturday? I'll be going on Saturday. Texas is taking on Houston Christian uh, on Saturday. Hopefully a good rebound game for the Longhorns. Uh, you know, this is a game where I, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Shedrick sits it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he plays like 15 to 20 minutes in it. Just to kind of keep the legs fresh. Just after yeah. you saw the same thing I did where he was kind of a little bit beat up on that shoulder. He gets caught in somebody's arm, and then he starts shaking that shoulder out real bad. So, I, But we don't know what that – but I would not be surprised if he doesn't play a ton of minutes. They should still be able to handle Houston Christian. This is a good rebound game for them. Uh, but, yeah, I'll be at the Moody Center for that game uh, with some friends to, to enjoy it as a spectator. I it's used to work all those games on the sidelines. So. Yeah. I don't have the, the – I'm not getting paid for the great seats anymore, though. Well, I've been once as a spectator. It is quite the show when you don't have to focus on yeah. anything but the game and what's going on. Yeah, so I'm looking time. forward I'm looking forward to that one uh, as well. All right, text line's open. Oh, by the way, I will mention a couple things before we go to the text line. Uh, Bronny James. Yep. If we want to see Bronny James, who is the second coming. Of? LeBron James. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's could be making his debut on Sunday, which means LeBron will not be partying in Vegas on Saturday night because he would be playing on Saturday night and then immediately going to catch USC uh, play if, to, for his son's first game. I don't think he was going to party anyway. I don't know, man. I feel like LeBron's a, you know, if you want to be great like Jordan, man. I don't think anybody that spends a million on their body every year is partying. You got to get out there and party, man. I don't think he is. <laughs> you got to Ty Henderson that one. Just <laughs> go for it. <laughs> How uh, much do you think Ty Henderson spends on his you know, physical well-being? Negative money. <laughs> negative money. Spends money to affect his. Yeah. yeah. Like and by the way, I'm on that. Say, I, but I'm going to count anytime you buy Taco Bell as negative money. 
Oh, then I am. Wow, I'm really negative. <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, that game will be happening 2 p.m. on Saturday, a nice early afternoon game uh, for Texas there at the Moody Center. Brian James could be happening on Sunday, so something to check out if you're looking for something to watch if you're not an NFL fan or if you want something on you, you got the five TVs and you need an extra game to put on there, yep. uh, you can put on Bronny James. Uh, and Texas Volleyball will also be playing Saturday night, I believe. Yes, they uh, They're are. playing the late game on Saturday night, so you can probably watch that even post-Cowboys-Eagles. Hey. Or that's, sorry, no, Saturday that's Saturday night. Post-Heisman, yeah. sorry. Yeah, you can definitely put that game on. But you watch some of the – they win their game uh, against – Tennessee. Against Tennessee. They won two, three sets to two. Did you watch some of that? I did. So I was trying to find – got to admit, I'm sorry, volleyball fans. I was not looking for Texas volleyball. I was looking for Sports Center on ESPN2, but that game ran long. I think they said the final tally was like three hours and 15 minutes, which I guess is unheard of for volleyball. But I'm sorry, volleyball fans. I have been missing out. That was quite an electrifying product. Madison Skinner was absolutely – incredible out there on the court she's long tall and when she jumps she just floats there for a second while she picks her target before launching the ball to the ground or right into some poor girl's face that was a lot of fun to watch but the (laughs) refs the refs are slowing down the product big time they i guess there's no cap on coaches challenges in volleyball oh yeah and the coaches got into a petty off kind of and they were just challenging anything that was remotely close to reviewable and one of them took no less than 20 minutes so great product to watch don't let the refs kill that product. It's really fun to watch. I will say, I, I'm telling you, I, I don't know if this has been fully. I've seen it in a few games recently, both NFL and college, where they have not been reviewing things that were going to be play stands, and you could tell there was no no clear evidence. Where they do that. We did the quick discussion, and we have ruled the, the play stands. Yeah, they're like, yeah. there's nothing that's going to be able to overturn it. Let's not slow down the game by doing a seven-minute Try to find the thing to overturn it. Oh, let, by the let way, him play. I've been enjoying that. The twenty-minute review was call stands. There's not enough evidence to overturn. That's it. So, just if it's if it thinks it's going to be call stands, if you think it'd be call overturned, review it. If it takes you fifteen minutes to review it, there's it's not it's enough evidence. That's true. Uh, they take on the number one seed Stanford in the final four at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock on Saturday. So, uh, support the Texas volleyball team. You can check that one out. It's a ton of fun to watch. Elite yes. volleyball is fun to watch, and I'm sorry I've been missing out. I, it is. It is fun to watch. I'll probably have it on Saturday night because it's there's it's a nine o'clock game. ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. ESPN I, have, Plus. I have ESPN Plus. We're I good to go. Yeah. Uh, but I'll probably be watching that on Saturday night because what else am I going to be watching on a Saturday night? Yeah, it was thrilling. I liked it. It was a pleasant surprise, even though I was looking for Sports Center. I apologize. Uh, Ride guy from New Mexico on the text line five one two four four seven three seven seven six says highest draft pick, and now this may be a hot take, but I'm going with Anthony Hill Jr. I think it's there. Not I don't. Bad. It's not bad, and if he becomes an elite rusher, yeah. if he becomes an elite pass rusher and that linebacker pass rusher and becomes kind of puts a little bit more size on that frame, then yeah, not, he, could be an, he could be a top pick too. Not comparing skill sets, but possibly that Micah Parsons kind of role, not exactly. player, that role. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, that linebacker edge rusher right. that kind of plays in there. We know what he's been able to do and his what he can do it as a freshman. You can line him up in any gap, A, yes. B, edge, wherever you need him. Yeah, drop him into a zone. Uh, this texter says, Arch Manning, hands down, will be the highest drafted. Not a bad one. Sweat, the first draft pick. I think he will be uh, this time. I think he will be this year. I think yeah. he can be this year. Uh, not sure if he will be of, out of everyone of there. Of current long ones. Yes, of current long right. ones. But I do think he'll be this year. Don't need multiple TVs with the NFL Red Zone. But I like watching the game. I like it in the context. The, I red, like zone, the red Zone is cool. And I will tell you, one of my TVs is on Red Zone, so I can keep yeah. up with my fantasy teams. But the games I'm trying to pay attention to, you don't get the full story of the game on Red Zone. Yes. No, I, I agree. And I, I think there's points where you miss out on things. And and like I like Red Zone. 
But I prefer, like, I prefer, I will watch a Cowboys game or a Texans game. I will watch the game itself. Right. Other than watching the red zone. And if neither one of those teams on, I'll usually watch red zone. Because I'm not watching a specific team where I want to see the play, you know, what's happening between the plays and how the penalties are called and how the team looks. I'll do high-profile matchups. I, I may, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, I watch San Francisco in uh, Philly. Know, in Philly. Yeah, yeah exactly. I watch that one, too. Yeah. Uh, my man Bruce. Hey, Bruce, what's going on? Go check out Saucer Music. Uh, Saucer, their stream, all their music is streaming. Nice plug. Uh, <laughs> we'll nice talk plug. about some football as we keep going on. Uh, we're a little bit late in the show for the call-in now, Bruce. But I do appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Kevin from Elgin. Uh, Ohio State says the team to the north, and the Aggies say the team to the east. Do, do the they? Ag- do the Aggies know directions? <laughs> do they? I don't know if they do. That's not where I thought you were going. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the Aggies with that. <laughs> I don't, I don't that really. team to the east. Whoop! That team to the east. They're over there on the east coast. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any. I really don't have a ton of hatred for the Aggies. <laughs> I just like making jokes. Uh, WPI parts guy says off topic. Favorite memories from the Frank Irwin Center. Uh, I think my first concert ever, like first big concert, I saw Rod Stewart there when I was a kid. My I, parents took me there. I think I saw a UFC event there one time. Yeah, it was. It was. I worked a ton of games there as well. Uh, so I've worked a ton of events there at the Irwin Center. It's a cool place. I remember. I, I can tell you a memory that's weird. Uh, COVID. Doing basketball games with Craig Way and Eddie Oren in the suite. Empty stadium. Empty stadium. We had to run a line for the interview from the suite down the stairs oh. to Shaka at the bottom in a little headset. And we'd have to look at each other. And then inevitably, the, some crew would come in and unplug something. Right. And we wouldn't test it until the end because I couldn't go down there and test it because of COVID. So I had to. So we were sitting up there. And then he would put it on. And then I had to freak out and run around and find what got unplugged, plug it back in, and then get the game on. But yeah, we used to do that one, and we were sitting in a suite. Yeah, and you like have another game on the TV. It was right. nice. No one's there. You just roll in. You roll out. There's no one there. All that for thirty seconds of audio from Shocker Smart. <laughs> Shocker Smart to go played a tough game. It was hey, a hard fought. We scored more points than they did, so that means we won. Uh, we got to clean some things up, but we'll be better. But yeah, no, Hopefully. I will miss the Irwin yeah. Center. I've seen some cool concerts there as well. It, it, look, the Moody Center is just way better now. Uh, it's, it's sad. So that, nice. It's sad that they kind of tore it down without telling anybody. Yeah, they, they, just, really, they just kind of buried that. Yeah, they just kind of were like, "Oh, by the way, we're gonna tear. We're not even gonna implode it like a cool way, right? Because we don't want to get everything dirty." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, 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 there is some cool stuff that happened at the Irwin Center. I do think my first big concert was Rod Stewart there, but I've seen, oh. I've seen Aerosmith there. I think I've seen uh, ZZ Top there multiple times. I've seen, I've seen a few shows uh, over at the Irwin Center uh, in its time and. Uh, but yeah, and a ton of basketball games. It was just time to update, and the Moody Center is yeah, yeah. gorgeous. No, and the, the, what they've done with the Moody and the, the the fan section. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I, yeah, and I saw basketball games. I remember, I'll tell you a fun memory I have, because I was with my buddy, who's a big North Carolina fan. Okay. Uh, and it's actually who I'm actually going to the game with tomorrow. But it was North Carolina versus Texas. Ooh. And at the time, North Carolina was a much better team. I think this is the year they won the national championship. Okay. Uh, they Do you at least remember played who for was it. playing? I know one player for Texas who was playing. I can okay. tell you one player that I remember because it was Javon Felix hit the game winner okay. over North Carolina, and we were supposed to hang out all night, and I was okay with Texas losing because North Carolina was a ranked team, and we were not even ranked, if I remember correctly. 
and Texas hits a game winner and beats North Carolina. And he was the saddest person to drag around downtown drinking after that. Oh, boo. <laughs> but, yes, that was a fun memory because it was just like it wasn't supposed to – you know, it was a big game, yeah. but no one was really expecting Texas to win, and then Texas wins. And so there was a lot of North Carolina fans there that were not thrilled about it, and Texas fans were going nuts. So that, that's a good memory. I appreciate you bringing that up, WPI Parts Guy, uh, to remember those. You no can, way. Texas you know fans don't rub it in people's faces when they win. We'll have to do that for a, for a question on the on the text line. We'll have to do that, uh, but not today because we've only got you know, twenty minutes left in the show. So we'll do it. We got some more time left in the show. We'll ask everybody their favorite memories. I like that. Memories. So we'll do it next week probably because you know we're we're getting into it's a little bit more dead right now as we get into the holiday season. It's never and, dead. It's never dead. It's never dead. Look, it's there's always sports happening. We we we're in Texas. NBA is going. I can talk about NBA all day long. Uh, I think Ethanberg will be most improved next year. Dude has potential to be elite. I think Ethan Burke is going to continue to improve as well. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and uh, do we have any update on Colton Vosick? Is he going to crack the 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 starters? Next I, year? I think he could not crack a starter. I think he could crack rotation. playing time. Yeah, I think yeah. he can crack in the rotation. It depends on how many transfers they get in on that D line because the D line depth, especially if Alfred Collin leads, is it becomes a lot thinner. Uh, so if you need to start bringing guys in. I think that he could start cracking, start getting some more playing time next year. Well, my thinking was if we're going to lose the two All Americans in the middle, beef up the edges. Oh yeah, and let's just let I mean, the dogs. Let's be honest, yeah. beef up everything. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> let's up. just get all the best players in the portal yeah, yeah, at every position. We're tampering, according to Dabo. Hey, let's start calling their family <laughs> members and applying the pressure. Uh, all cool, PD. Call Chan. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Julian from Westwood said, I saw R. Kelly and Bone Thugs and Harmony at the Frank Irwin Center. Yep, I can tell because he went to the same high school I did a few years, graduated a few years before me. That is dead on. That is dead on for what Westwood would have wanted to go to in 99 is R. Kelly and Bone Thugs and Harmony. What a show. <laughs> it's a, hey, look, I mean, that seems like it would have been a fun show. Uh, after party, steer clear. But the show would have been fun. <laughs> Why do you have to steer clear of the after party? You splash them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right all right moving on moving on, moving on. you know what let's take a break we'll come back and wrap up the show <laughs> sorry i make myself laugh sometimes uh we're gonna take a break we'll come back we'll wrap up the show get you ready for the weekend here on the sports complex in the horn 1019 am 1260 the horn app and hornfm.com patrick davis and the sports complex weekday afternoons on the horn Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes till somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. All right, wrapping the show up here. On the sports complex. Appreciate all you guys on the text line. We still got a couple minutes left. So if you got something else you got to throw in there, like WPI parts guy says Burke is similar to Brian Robinson. I could see that. I can see the, the comparisons see, there. I can see the comparisons there. If he improves. If, yeah, he's got to keep improving. Got to keep improving for sure. Uh, but we're going to keep it wrapping up here. Uh, Jacob, any big plans this weekend? Any big plans this weekend? I am going to watch uh, some free fights. I am a casual UFC fan, so I'll watch some free fights tomorrow night. Uh, big game Sunday night, so I might go do something for that. I've got a buddy 
in town who's a 49ers fan and loves when the Cowboys are in a matchup they're possibly going to lose, so I might go watch it with him. And, I mean, uh, who doesn't love when the Cowboys are in a matchup they could possibly lose? You know because what? it means, for Cowboys fans, it's great because you can win that game and it's a huge game. And for everyone else in the country, the Cowboys could lose. Okay, so let me rephrase. He loves every week that the Cowboys have an opportunity to lose. Uh, so so he, he loves he, every week of football? Yes, okay. absolutely. I think he loves it more than when the 49ers win. Which is a little strange, but yeah. So I might figure out something to go do there. Uh, what about yourself? You got any? Oh, besides the basketball, I'll be game. going to the basketball game on Saturday. Uh, go check out some, you know, maybe go check out some music. We'll be around. Uh, you know, I got a buddy in town. We got. Uh, we'll be playing next week. We'll play more music from uh, Jelly's eleventh uh, annual Christmas Jam that's happening next Thursday. Uh, Going to be a really fun time, supporting some good charities and uh, having a good time. So we'll be doing that. We'll, we'll talk more about that uh, a bunch next week. Uh, it's a lot of fun to to go out to that show. I'm just tell you, every year we do it. The jam is one of the coolest things. So I'm going to be hanging out. Jelly is in town to get uh, ready for that. He lives here, but his house burned down, so that's why he does a a benefit for firefighters relief because they helped clean his you know keep his house from burning more things. He's got his guitars back out of there. Oh, that's really we'll talk cool. about that. Jelly may come on the show next week too. Yeah, that's we'll really see. cool. Uh, but we'll get through all of that. We'll talk uh, a little bit more about Texas next week as we get into it. If we get to the 18th, that's when we'll really start getting into Texas and Washington and get you through uh, the you know the coverage as we get through Christmas week. We'll be doing a couple shows, I believe, Christmas week. And then we are on. Uh, we'll do a pregame show on January 1st, and we are back on the air on Tuesday to talk about it. We are, we've, I've talked to Aaron. I've talked to Rod. And everybody on the horn is, is going to try and bring you the most coverage we can around these games because we're all hoping – in predicting Texas to get a big win over Washington, so as long as we can, you know, keep us on the air and you know keep us talking about these games, we want to do that for you guys uh, and you Texers. We appreciate you always tuning in, and my man Chan there. We want to give you all a place to vent too after a Texas game. Give after a Texas win. win or lose, we yeah, like Texas to give win. you all a spot to just voice your opinions. I uh, appreciate uh, Chan. Also says uh, surprise that Isaiah Neor has not entered the portal. Uh, there were rumors that he intends to. Yeah, I could believe that as well. I, yeah. He just, you know, when he, you're not playing, you're, you know, that's more likely. Right. Uh, we did mention this week. Did we mention that 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 Soto, Juan Soto, is now a New York Yankee? So a texter brought it up yesterday, and we both looked it up. I think I found the details. Is this a seven year deal? They gave him the new deal because the Padres didn't yeah. want to. The Padres, I guess, have finally figured out that you just can't keep trading for these guys, and eventually it, it doesn't pan out. They kind of fell into what the Angels have fallen into which is we have the best players, but it doesn't mean anything if you can't put it together. Right. So they seem to be moving off. Uh, but Soto to the Yankees, they now have an outfield of Soto, Judge, and Stanton. Fun. And two of those three can run. Well, who are the two? Uh, Stanton cannot run. Have you seen Stanton try and run the bases? The judge ain't – he's not quick either. Judge is quicker. Judge is still young and has that – Stanton is pretty beat up. And Judge is actually a pretty good defender too. But, yeah, that's an annoying – for all of you Rangers fans, seriously, I don't get when I would tell Rangers fans, I'm like, well, you hate the Rangers, the Yankees more than the Astros. Like, we can all hate the evil empire, right? No. And they, they were like, no, we hate the Astros. Like, why? We're not the evil empire. I don't understand it. You guys were good. You guys were better than us like seven, eight years ago. You, you, guys, were, you guys were beating us every time. And then the Yankees were still better than you then. Right. And the Yankees right. have always been better than you. Why are you not more mad at that? Like, shouldn't you aim higher than us? At the evil end, but I know they weren't higher than us the last couple of years. We keep beating them, but, but also they, they move. They do moves like this. Also, they just they're buying baseball. Like I think everybody can get behind hating them for that reason. I mean, I've met multiple people where it's like my team, my team, my team. Oh, 
but screw the Yankees. I know. I, ne- I didn't get that all last year. I kept trying to find some solidarity because I was rooting for the Rangers, too. I liked the, like, oh, man, let's go Texas teams. Yeah, dude, you had I no was, animosity towards you guys. I was in my living room singing, can you take me? I wasn't doing high? that. Don't remind. I mean, you know Pantera is from there. Just such a better band. Oh, see, but it's not as catchy with the internet. I don't care about catchy. Just terrible. <laughs> terrible. Not you guys on the text line. You guys are awesome. I'm calling Scott Stapp. Call him up. He's going to tell you fly Marlins fly. <laughs> or soar Marlins soar. Whatever it was. Whatever that. Yeah. Whatever it was. It wasn't involved swimming. Doesn't know what uh, Marlins do. Chan, you said go Eagles. That's uncalled for. We don't need that. <laughs> All right. I was trying to end the day on a happy note. We don't need that. <laughs> All right. We're going to take off. We're going to be back on Monday. Four o'clock. More great sports content for you. Or at least good sports content. Probably acceptable you know, hopefully you laugh. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we have a good time. Yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys. We hope you're back with us, texting in on the text line. Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean, and we'll see you right back here, 4 p.m. on Monday for the Sports Complex on the Horn. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan with The Horn here in Austin. Hey, what's up, folks? This is Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers of The Horn. I covered Rod when he was uh, a recruit. <laughs> Some people have six-pack abs. Rod had a 12-pack, and he would tie his, he'd have his jersey up to here, and you could see, I mean, it was like, wow. Oh, man, he's a legend. He's one of, like, the founding fathers of sports radio in Austin. Really excited about uh, launching a show with Rod because uh, to match his you know, energy has helped me raise my bar even even that much more. Mornings with E and Rod B, the Horn. Yeah, we got some new crashes to deal with. One of them at FM 969 at Hound Dog Trail on the east side, and Airport at North Lamar. That's an injury wreck, so significant. And another one. This is Old Torf at Burton Drive on the south side. Here's one southbound frontage of I-35. This is going to be at St. John's and 41st at North Lamar. Got an injury crash reported there too. So. We're still dealing with them here as darkness is uh, encompassing the area. And now a northbound toll 130 near I-35. This is a north of Georgetown. Uh, we've got a backup there. And the uh, eastbound side of Highway 79 itself toward toll 130. Uh, this is near Old Settlers. Uh, we uh, have a backup there because of a wreck. And on the northbound side of the interstate on the south side, this is near Stasty, a backup to William Cannon. And between Kyle and Buda, northbound traffic is slow, likely a crash there. That's usually the lighter side. I'm Don Miller. There's your traffic. When your money's on the line, put it on the line with MyBookie, a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance at a big payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag right now and register for an account absolutely free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo code HORN to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's the promo code HORN to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Have you ever heard of 38,000 plus odds on the 49ers and Chiefs? You won't find odds like that anywhere else like MyBookie. You can bet anything, you can bet anytime, and you can bet anywhere. As long as you're betting with my friends at MyBookie, you're betting with the best. 
exist. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-306-8158 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-306-8158. That's 800-306-8158. What do you have to lose? Call 800-306-8158. Again, 800-306-8158. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan. If you're like me, live in South Austin, next time you're looking for a special meal, casual afternoon, or an easy night out, check out Taste on Main on Main Street in charming downtown Buda. Taste is phenomenal. It's steak and seafood at a high level, but on the casual side. East Coast oysters, raw bar, great bourbon, tequila, and wine selection. It's a perfect location. Happy hour seven nights a week, amazing steaks and seafood, and free and easy parking at Taste on Main, 116 Main Street in charming downtown Buda, Texas. See the full menu and learn more at tasteonmain.com. Ironworkers Local 482, building Central Texas since 1935. You see their skilled craftsmanship every day with Austin iconic landmarks like UT Memorial Stadium and the Penny Backer Bridge. Ironworkers Local 482 Union is hiring 3,000 people right now for a huge new project. Enjoy full benefits, a pension, and a rewarding career. Becoming a member of Ironworkers Local 482, you accept the challenge to give your best each day while shaping Austin's economic development. Apply today at ironworkers482.org. That's ironworkers482.org. Nothing turns game day into a great day, like stocking up at Specs and cheering on the Cowboys. As a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Specs has everything you need to turn your pregame party into a full-on football feast. With lower prices on a stadium-sized selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, seltzers, and gourmet foods, Specs is your one-stop shop for all your game day essentials. Cowboy up at Specs. The fun starts here. Winning season. 